The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Scotland, Germany, and Ontario, Canada, and in the states of Missouri, Virginia, and New Jersey. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still, small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. It is through this connection with the limitless part of yourself that miracles occur, like unexpected healing and wealth and recovery from abuse. In our first show this year, Psychic Dwan Washington pointed out that this connection to our limitless higher self is all important in order to use the energy available in 2016. This is new energy entering the world that will allow us to change our destiny and create the life we desire. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is monitor your progress. If you're working on releasing your anger, for instance, ask yourself, is the intensity of my anger diminished? Is the duration of my anger shorter? Is my recovery time faster? Is the amount of time between angry outbursts greater? 
when you're changing a behavior, it's important to notice small changes over time. Give yourself credit for your progress and celebrate your victories. And my next workshop called the Ohm Awakening will help us all to create positive change in our lives. I'm the first teacher initiate and am grateful to be chosen to offer this workshop to you. Ohm is the sound of creation. It vibrates at the highest levels. The Ohm Awakening process will align you with the positive, loving, and enlightening vibration of the universe. Through this experience, you will open new channels within your body, connect with divine energy, raise your vibration, increase your awareness of the divine, heal your body, see more through the eyes of your limitless higher self, release your fears, bring more light, love, health, and usefulness into your body. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas on Sunday, February 21 at 2 p.m. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment we change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier feel lighter and have more energy we truly know and feel the joy beauty and love in our lives my show helps you do that by providing you with new information perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our returning guest today, Dr. Marty Loring, who is back for her third visit with us to talk about recognizing and healing from emotional abuse. Last week, we had a fascinating conversation with Robert Moss on using active dreaming to create the life you want. As one listener wrote, I really like Robert Moss. He's so entertaining. And in addition to entertaining, personally, I learned a lot. Last week, I received the gift of peace of mind when he explained that my sleep pattern is actually normal. After 40 years of frustration over not understanding why I had no trouble falling asleep, but always woke up in the middle of the night, usually around three. Robert said that our ancestors understood that our sleep usually occurs in two segments with an awake period in the middle. He calls it segmented sleep and said that he often does his best writing in the middle of the night between his two segments of sleep. Since our show last week, when I wake up in the middle of the night and can't fall back asleep, I understand that this is not a problem. I now use the time in a positive way, which I did before, but now I no longer wonder why I can't get a solid night's sleep like the experts say I'm supposed to. 
Now I simply make a choice as to whether I want to meditate, do some self-healing work, write, or read mail. For more information on active dreaming, please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others, like our two previous ones with Dr. Marty Loring. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. While you're there, if you missed our first show of the year with Psychic Dwan Washington, I encourage you to listen to it. He shared information that was so important that I put it in a blog that's also on my website, paulajoyce.com. In addition to his predictions for 2016, he told us how we can make this a spectacular year for ourselves and at the same time decrease destructive influences in the world like violence and global warming. If enough of us do this, we can even help to create world peace. All we have to do is spend a few minutes each day doing the exercises he described. I encourage you to invite others to do this to add even more positive energy to the world. The more of us who do these simple and enjoyable meditations, the better it is for all of us. My silver lining story for this week has to do with healing from emotional abuse. Some of my family members were in town for short visits during the last few weeks. Just before each of the visits, I had an interaction with a man who was condescending, self-important, and rude. Because of the public professional setting in both instances, I needed to be the peacemaker, calm them, and act as if their behavior was acceptable, which it wasn't. It was not a situation where I could call them on their behavior or just walk away. This was reminiscent of the lifetime I spent allowing abusive men to act out while I found a way to make it okay. I've grown beyond that, and yet here I was back in an untenable situation and helpless to do anything about it in the moment. The difference, however, was that I did make a conscious choice. I knew what was happening, and I chose to be professional. Even though I couldn't control their behavior, I could control my own and choose a response. I was not a victim. And I have a choice as to whether I want to continue the professional relationship with these two men, which I don't. No professional gain is worth it. The timing of the family visits was not lost on me. These old feelings were being kicked up so that I could feel them and let them go. The presence of family amplified my feelings and gave me no way to escape the pain. This was my silver lining. Some of these feelings are so old that they got buried deep in my unconscious. It took a situation like this to get me to see where I still need healing and letting go. You might wonder why I'm grateful that these old buried feelings were brought to the surface. It's because I know that if I don't face them and let them go, they will continue to do damage inside of my body, as Dr. Marty Loring knows. 
And as Dr. Bessel van der Kolk says in his book title, the body keeps the score. All of the negative emotions that we were not able to face eventually will be heard. We can choose to hear them before they create a cancer heart disease or autoimmune disease or something else, or we can face them before we get sick. I'd rather be proactive, heal my emotions and my body before the ailments become overwhelming. And as those of you who are regular listeners know, I have had my share of physical conditions that I have cured and am in the process of curing. As I release these painful emotions connected with my history of abuse, I also experience continuing physical healing because the abuser gets into your thoughts and your emotions it takes time to work through all of the ways that they have taken control and hurt you as dr marty loring says you have to release all of this slowly so you don't become overwhelmed here are some of the things that have come up with my clients One was recently describing how she used to believe that she was socially awkward and shy and that she needed alcohol to relax enough to have fun in a social setting. As she was healing from a lifetime of abuse, she began to notice that she didn't feel good in the morning after a night of drinking. So she decided to become the designated driver and gave up drinking altogether. From her position of total sobriety, she noticed that she was just fine in social situations. She also discovered that she didn't like the way other people started acting as the evening wore on and they had more liquor in their system. She realized that she didn't need alcohol to have fun. As we talked more, she began to put together that her false belief about herself came from the social situations that she had been in with her ex. They were always with his friends who she had nothing in common with and they would talk business which left her feeling inadequate. When they were alone, he would put her down and tell her how she was stupid. In fact, she's quite smart and a very good conversationalist, but he had her so confused that she believed the false assessment of herself that he fed her. In fact, as I'm writing this, I'm remembering how hard it was in our initial meetings for her to say anything, especially how she was feeling or what she was thinking. Now there is never a pause or a fear of expressing herself. Another client was having difficulty breaking off contact with her ex. Every time she read a text or email, she would get upset. I showed her how to block his calls texts and emails. Eventually she used those tools to block him. He even upped the ante and mailed her a letter with no return address and a computer generated mailing address. Since there was no handwriting to recognize, she opened it and was drawn into reading it, which of course upset her. Now he had succeeded in reestablishing control. He let her know that he knows where she lives and that he can still get her to do what he wants and cause her emotional pain. She told this to a lawyer friend who suggested that she get a cease and desist order, but this felt too aggressive and she didn't do it. The problem is that abusers view no action as a weakness and then escalate because they feel they have the power. I suggested that she rethink her decision and take action to protect herself. 
We all have to learn new behaviors. We have to know when to be aggressive, when to let something go, and when to be assertive. The old belief that if you ignore bad behavior or abusive behavior, the person will stop is just not true. Schools are now teaching children how to stand up for themselves. Adults also need to learn to stand up for ourselves. This is particularly hard when we were taught to turn the other's cheek and to treat others as we would want to be treated. That's all fine if the other person is not abusive. We must retrain ourselves and empower ourselves to not allow anyone to hurt us. People who have been emotionally abused but not physically abused often believe that others have it worse than they do. The research shows, however, that emotional abuse is the worst form of abuse. There's no physical marks and people do not know what's happening to them. They are so manipulated and controlled that they often find themselves desperate enough to be holding a revolver or a bottle of pills in their hand, believing that that is their own only way out. Then they make it worse by criticizing themselves for not even having the courage to kill themselves. The difference between that and someone threatening to kill you is that the emotional abuser knows how to get you to do it yourself. Even if you don't kill yourself, they diminish you until you are just a shell of a person. When you are dead inside, Your life has been taken from you. The emotional abuser is the puppeteer. Make no mistake, emotional abuse is far worse than physical abuse and far more dangerous. And our returning guest today, Dr. Marty Loring, is an expert in this field. She is a social worker and director of the Center for Mental Health and Human Development, as well as the Emotional Abuse Institute. She has taught in several universities conducted numerous training seminars and written several articles published in professional journals and two books, Emotional Abuse and a new co-authored book, Intimate Coercion, Recognition and Recovery. Dr. Loring has testified across the country in many cases where emotional abuse was included included coercion coercing a partner to commit a crime. She consults across the world, helping people to heal by rediscovering the self, grieving their past, forgiving themselves, and restoring true hope. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop Om Awakening, then click on store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, then go to calendar of events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Marty Loring to talk about recognizing emotional abuse and healing from it. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to be part of the conversation today, please call one 472 5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what you, who you need to block from contacting you. I'm so pleased to welcome back Dr. Marty Loring to talk about emotional abuse, recognizing and healing from it. Good morning, Marty, and welcome. Good morning, Dr. Paula. Thank you so much for my getting to be on your show. Well, it's always a treat for me um, to get to talk with you and to have you on, so thank you. You're welcome. Um, I loved both of your books, and um, there was one um, sentence that just jumped out at me um, when I was going back over it this morning. And you said, "Do not that people who have been abused do not know how to feel safe." That just is such a powerful statement and there's so much behind it. What what does that mean? How can somebody not even know what safety feels like? Oh, that's a that's an excellent point. I think that some people who have experienced emotional abuse or physical or sexual abuse their whole lives can't even imagine what it would be like excuse me, to have a a partner who would put their needs first sometimes or other times put their needs 
equal to his or her own. Um, they're accustomed to uh, their own wishes or dreams or needs being cast aside and discounted. That's not important or negated, not even uh, seeming to be heard. So that it's very hard for them to to identify what's going on here that I don't feel safe at all. I feel anxious. I feel threatened in some way, you know, most all of the time. It's hard for them to identify that. And then it's hard to imagine what it will be like for someone to say, oh, this is important to you. Well, let's talk about how, how we can accomplish that together. They can't even imagine such a thing. So how, if you're caught in this, how do you recognize what's going on? How do you find a way into this um, massive programming that allows you a little bit of light to see, begin to see the truth? That's an excellent question. You mentioned Dr. Vanderkirk earlier, and his book talks about the body keeps the score. You know, when we feel, you know, headaches, stomach aches, um, kind of not well, tired all the time, after, after we rule out something being wrong with us physically, then we need to wonder, you know, what is my body telling me? You know, and if we look around, uh, see when we get the headaches or stomach aches or other things, sometimes it's right after we're treated in an emotionally abusive way. So one way is to let our bodies tell us. Another is, if you feel like what, you, what is most important to you is being discounted, that's not important, ignored, um, put down, that's really stupid. That's, you know, that kind of thing. And then I think we begin to need to look at the person who's doing that and the relationship in which we find ourselves where instead of blossoming and growing in a heartfelt way, we feel oppressed, pushed down, trying to figure out how to please or how to avoid getting emotionally or abused in other ways. Um, I think those are some of the clues we have, as well as other people sometimes tell us, he just called you stupid and fat. No, that's not right. So listening to those who give us that feedback, all of those ways can help us to identify this um, unfortunate relationship in which we find ourselves. And sometimes we're so isolated from people who care about us because the abuser has forced a um, distancing with those relationships that there is no one there really who supports us and, and tells us, uh, did, did you hear what he just said? That's so true, Dr. Paula. And isn't that sad? Because isolation can be part of the process um, by which someone sort of takes over our thinking. Some have uh, compared this kind of emotional abuse and coercion, kind of forcing us into behaviors that we ordinarily would never do. Some people have compared that to the experience some people go through as prisoners of war, um, 
that kind of taking away of oneself and isolation from those who would support or give feedback is one uh, important component of that. And for me, I guess I'm trying to think how I finally found a glimmer in in my own um, healing and self-awareness. And that was through my body and also through books. Um, I've read so many self-help books trying to figure out what was wrong with me because it was always my fault. That's right. and one of them was by Louise Hay, um, uh, Healing the Body. Um, I forget the exact title. But I remember in her affirmations, everything that was wrong with my body, if I would look it up in her, after um, a year or so, I began to notice that every affirmation told me that I didn't feel safe. And then I thought, oh, my goodness. Oh, that, that is really wonderful, the way you kept pursuing it. Um, you mentioned earlier the inner voice. I think you really listen to your inner voice. And for many of us, you know, if that has not been ex- extinguished by the emotional abuse, or not so much extinguished, but the loud noise of the other, you know, ordering us about or demeaning us, drowning it out, if we can listen to the inner voice, I think that we can take the path that you took to you know, to search for what's wrong here and what, what do I need to do. You did it in such a positive way, looking for, you know, for affirmations. Um, and that's so important because the diseases you mentioned or, or the, um, the, the, when some of these diseases are in remission, uh, whether it's cancer or whatever, um, for us to have terrible stress um, and um, an abuse some have felt this is associated with losing the remission and becoming sick again. It can be a matter of life and death, and it can be a matter of not getting in trouble with one's own values, with the law, when emotional abuse is used to coerce people into illegal behavior. Yes, and you said that um, in your book that becoming involved in illegal, in illegal activities was a survival strategy. Um, that sounds like a, um, paradoxical. It does, doesn't it? I mean, um, and this is the most extreme, but if someone says, you've got to do this or I'll hurt your dog or your other pet, your child or you, and then one participates, whether it's stock fraud, you know, tax evasion, robberies, you know, bombs, whatever, one participates, you know, one's trying to protect or keep safe oneself, one's pets, or one's children. So it is, in a way, a matter of survival. And when caught by the authorities, by police or FBI, many women have said to me, you know, that was the most wonderful day of my life to be, I felt I was rescued. You know, and then hopefully someone gets involved who can help explain you know, what they were going through, because the healing and the rediscovery, as you said earlier, of the self, um, whether it's a minor kind of a thing, that is a minor law broken, or a breaking of one's own values, which is important, 
to somehow find an escape or be offered an escape and begin to rediscover oneself and move toward forgiving oneself and and toward, you know, rebuilding oneself, that's just the highlight of a person's life who's been through this. And how do you let go of the guilt and the self-blame and the humiliation when you have either, you know, caused harm to the children just by being raised in a family where there's abuse because they're part of that and and it carries into the future generations or if other people have been harmed in, in an actual crime. Yes, it's it's very, very difficult um, because, you know, most of us would feel such guilt and sorrow. Um, and then the trauma comes into it where we go over and over, what if I'd done this better or that better, you know, without perhaps clearly understanding that we were so um, harmed ourselves and even robbed of ourselves that we honestly did the best we could. Sometimes having a therapist help us to understand that's important. Sometimes an advocate, like at uh, a battered woman shelter, or yourself, what an advocate you are. I would think that people listening you know, to your show or reading uh, the book that you mentioned, your ebook, um, I would think that that would be an experience in advocacy itself where we can feel supported and understood and even renewed, uh, like we're recovering the heart and soul that just got, you know, taken or um, kind of submerged in someone else's criticism. Yes, and I think it's also important, you know, you talk about um, when healing professionals sometimes misdiagnose um, uh, what's going on. They miss the emotional abuse, so they think it's depression or codependency, and then again the victim becomes... The, you know, the problem as opposed to looking what's going on or it's all about the childhood abuse and the um, counselor doesn't really look carefully or listen carefully to what's going on in the moment. Yes. It, you know, that, it's almost like being victimized again at the place you're going for help from having been victimized. It's very sorrowful, you know, to have emotional abuse missed and coercion missed. In in my book, Intimate Coercion, Recognition and Recovery, I suggest questions that advocates and therapists um, could ask the person, excuse me one sec, excuse me, Dr. Paula, could ask the person to try to get at is this person being emotionally abused or is this person being coerced? Because to be labeled as um, depressed is not so bad, but manipulative. Oh, it just breaks my heart when I see an emotionally abused and possibly coerced person being labeled as manipulative. Well, sometimes we try to um, adjust to what's being demanded of us in order to prevent harm to others. So it would be so helpful that if that were not called manipulative, but rather, as you mentioned earlier, survival. 
Yes, I I think that's so true. Sometimes you have to go at things sideways or um, you have no power at all. That's right. The identification of what's going on is so crucial. And then the help in, you know, with a therapist or an advocate or like you had described, you're pursuing reading um, as a way of... um, trying to understand both what was happening and how to do something about it. I know I can't wait after, you know, our conversation to go look at your book, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, because that, you know, imagine how that could feel to someone uh, to be, uh, to have that recognition that, you know, there's a need for them to be given back their sense of power and here's some ways to do it. Even to recognize you know, that your sense of power has been, you know, slowly taken from you like uh, like soil erodes, you know, that the emotional abuse has eroded your, your own sense of power, and then to have ways of regaining it. Those are all very powerful ways to kind of reestablish or rediscover ourselves. Thank you, and that's exactly why I wrote that book. It's because... I, I, my power was eroded and I had to build it back up before I could um, even think about leaving because so much of the self is gone. You can't leave an abusive situation until you have enough of yourself to be able to lead your own life. That's so important. Um, So many people say about uh, people who are abused, why don't they just leave? And, you know, one of the reasons they may not is they don't have much of a self um, left. It's uh, kind of buried under all this abuse. And they really do need some help in, uh, in finding, rediscovering their self in order to leave. Some people actually also are threatened that if you leave, you know, you'll be harmed. And that, that's a second important reason. So we come back to safety, don't we? Emotional and physical safety and some kind of, um, some kind of hope of uh, helping oneself or being helped or something where when we're coerced, um, somehow, you know, we won't wind up being punished badly for something that we may really have had no no idea what's going on. There's this thing called tunnel vision when we're so emotionally abused um, that we can just sort of focus in on how do I survive and protect those who are dear to me. And many people who are emotionally abused on course may not even know or see the ultimate goal of the coercer, whether it's building a bomb or harming a friend or, you know, some kind of... Um, a bank fraud, they may not even see that because they're just focused on one small order they're following at a time. They're obeying to protect themselves and others. And that's really powerful, and we're going to go to break and pick that up when we come back. 
I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about last week between sleeping and waking. It continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Now on your paper, write down how you're going to start standing up for yourself. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Marty Loring with more important information on recognizing and healing from emotional abuse. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down how you're going to stand up for yourself. I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Marty Loring to talk about recognizing and healing from emotional abuse. And I want to point out that for more information, be sure to buy her books and you can also listen to our two previous shows with her on October 15th last year and May 15th in 2014. She is one of the 
international experts in this area. Marty, I'm so grateful you're here with us. You're so welcome. I appreciate the opportunity. It's 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 fun to talk with you. You you just really understand about emotional abuse, and it makes me feel so hopeful that your listeners, perhaps some will recognize what they're coping with themselves and look for ways such as your book to escape and rediscover themselves. Um, thank you. And also people who they know who may not um, be able to see for themselves, which brings brings up another question question how do we know who to trust um when we've trusted the wrong people for most or some of us all of our lives gosh that's a wonderful question a sad question in a way we should be able to trust anyone who loves us but clearly that's not the case i think sometimes how we feel when we're around someone um, gives us clues. Do we feel a sense of blossoming? Um, like most anyone would feel around you, for example, a sense of being encouraged, of discovering your own ideas and feelings, of being encouraged. Um, those are the kinds of things that we look for, both in guidance as we do and in a loving relationship. And if the opposite is true, um, and if we feel you know, our spirits pushed down, you know, forced into behaviors through threats, behaviors that we don't wish to um, participate in that may or may not be illegal, then those kinds of experiences are clues to us that we're not in a trusting relationship. So some of what we experience and what we feel are clues about whether um, we can continue to trust whether we need to find a more trusting relationship and help and further recognition. Well, and that brings up the issue of even trusting ourselves, Ah. which is so hard because we've been told we're wrong all the time. It's called projection that no matter what um, happens, I'm going to take my own anger. Let's say I explode at you. Dr. Paula, and and you feel so badly, Um, and then I say, well, it's your fault that I have become in a rage over you. You caused it. In other words, projecting everything I do is being your fault. You're the cause of it. And that is a a process that leaves the, um, the, the person experiencing it confused and feeling badly. What did I do? They would say, um, I wasn't aware of doing anything to make this person so angry. So the confusion felt by an emotionally abused person is one of the strongest feelings there is. And of course, that easily leads to depression. Yes. And um, because, yes, you have nowhere to turn. Um, and yes, and don't... Yeah, go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Yes, you're absolutely right. Not even can you trust yourself then being so confused and and so very sad. 
Um, yes, and, and I think that's one of the hallmarks is this incredible grief and sadness that's relentless regardless, even if you're a career person um, like I was and had this amazing resume, it never brought me any joy. There was just always this sadness that was ever-present. Yes, and you know, there hasn't been so much research on sadness, you know, a lot on depression, but anyone who has felt sad in the midst of this kind of relationship and being pushed into behaviors that they really didn't want to do, the coercion, anyone who felt that sadness, they know exactly what it's like. It is pervasive. It's just no matter how wonderful we may accomplish, how wonderful our behavior is or our accomplishments, that sadness is just peaking up you know, in our in our hearts and souls, regardless. And you were talking before the break, and I said we'd pick it up afterwards about um, just taking one step at a time. And the thought that I had around that, not seeing the big picture, is that we learn not to see because it's too awful to see the truth and not have the power, the inner strength to act in a way that could change that dynamic and that path. Yes, that when you said one step at a time, keeping in mind that we always want to be physically safe, um, to begin to take one small step at a time, writing for a local county newspaper, um, becoming part of a theater group, even if what we're doing is not having the star acting role, we may help with the costumes at first. Um, any any kind of small steps that then put us around other people who see who we really are and encourage us. You know, becoming involved in in your books and your you know listening to your radio program. All those steps, you know, are begin to rekindle a sense of hope and a remembrance of of who we are and who we can become. Uh, Yes, uh, one client this week actually said she spends most of her day sad, bored, and lonely. And I said, and we've been working on, because I've learned from you, to rebuild the self, to find the self. So I said, follow the joy. Don't follow the money. Follow the joy. (laughs) What makes you happy? (laughs) I think it's beautiful. And the idea, I think it's in the emotional abuse book I wrote that I talk about it, but perhaps in the uh, coercion book too, the idea that sometimes we can even name the different parts of ourselves, the adventuresome part, you know, the, I'll call her um, Mrs. Adventure or my adventuresome part, or the part that likes to sew, that somehow if we can name these parts and think of them as coming together in our minds as a team, that it may help us to remember all the things that are there. They may be pushed aside or discounted or discredited by the one with whom we're not safe emotionally, but they're there. And to be able to remember them and draw upon them can be very valuable. Uh, Yes. And, uh, you know, I made the comment, don't follow the money. I had one client 
who was a millionaire and, and, and took all these amazing trips, but never to the places that she wanted to go because she had that adventuresome spirit and her ex would never allow her to plan, allow her to go to those places. And now she's having so much fun traveling to fabulous places that she couldn't before. That's wonderful. Isn't that wonderful? It's like being free from a cage, an emotional cage. Yes, and somebody um, somewhere, I use the term golden handcuffs. Sometimes the money keeps us tied to to a cage and in a cage. And even if it has golden bars, it's still a cage. That's right. The cover of the um, Intimate Coercion book the um the person's down in like a basement and uh there's a tr- like a trap door up above you can see the light shining through that you know whether in a, a cage with golden bars perhaps or deep down in our a dungeon where we can't even embrace ourselves um it's it's a very sad situation it's a kind of a tragedy and the rediscovery and um the term you use so beautifully the empowering of the self can make a person feel alive like they haven't in a long time. And I'm going to close with that and point out that on the cover of the book, which I'm looking at right now, there's also a ladder going from that basement, and the ladder is going up in and shows a beautiful sky, that there is a way out. And recognition is the first step, allowing ourselves to see. And Dr. Marty Loring, you give us so much important information in your books as to how we can begin to see. So there is hope and there is healing. And thank you so much for the amazing work that you do in helping people to recognize and heal from coercion and emotional abuse. You're welcome, Dr. Paula. Thank you for your inspiration. Thank you. Um, And I'd like to thank our audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase Dr. Marty Loring's books and mine. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Ohm Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Angels, archangels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing. 
click on the link to register for my Om Awakening workshop, then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself. As you begin to experience success, please send me another email so I can read it on the air. We can celebrate together. Those of you who live in Dallas and want to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process, join my meetup group by clicking on the icon on my website homepage. We meet 11.30 to 1 the first Wednesday of each month, with the next one being Wednesday, February 3rd. Everyone who comes is always grateful. Please join us next Thursday when Nancy Addison will continue our discussion on abuse with her personal story of healing and self-empowerment. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share, call 214-736-4460, leave a message or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thank you.